Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. Our God is so good. We don't even praise him because he moves. We praise him because he can move. Yes! On our behalf. Our God is so awesome. We don't praise him because he does it. We praise him because he can do it. That's how awesome our God is. We don't praise him because he made a way. We praise him because he's able to make a way. It's two praises. You know what I mean? He is the way. I love that too. I hear you, Jimbo. He is the way. The Hebrew boys was like, man, even if he don't bring us out the fire, we're good. <laughs> we're not going to bow to another God just because we don't see or sense the intervention of ours. Our God is so good. We praise him on credit. <laughs> is his credit good with anybody else in the room besides me? He's done so much for us. That if he never does another thing, I don't doubt his love for me. I don't doubt his ability to provide or make a way. I don't doubt his power or strength. Because he's just that good and he's just that God. And we love you, Lord, today. Thank you for your faithfulness. In Jesus' name. Clap your hands one more time for Jesus. Thank you for your spirit, Lord. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for your presence. Some of our lives have grown dysfunctionally because of pain and because of hurt and because of trauma. So you created this self so you can survive the turbulence. It's almost like being on an airplane and it something hits your life you can't control all you do is tense up and grab what's solid most people tense up but they don't grab God because that's not solid to them because it's faith it's like it's faith you got to believe it's not like solid so we grab addictions and we hold them so tight that even after the turbulence is gone we hooked on it now so now that's who we are. That's a lie, man. Whatever you became during the turbulence, if you didn't grab God, let it go. I'm not blaming you for grabbing that during the turbulence. It's, it's scary to be shaken like that. It's scary. When something hits your life you can't control, that's a scary thing. Because I'd already set up my life to not have to experience pain. <laughs> I already set up my life to avoid such confusion and turmoil. So when it hits me anyway, you just grab whatever is solid to you. Some people grab relationships and now the shaking has stopped and you just got somebody you're just dealing with now because it's just like, since he was there when I was shaking, I might as well just stay a little while. 
She was there when I was shaking, so I'm able to sit and, and, and just sit in it for a while. The loyalty that you don't owe everybody. You owe them love, but not access to you. You, you understand what I'm saying? But the issue is we become certain things because of trauma. We are all designed to go through trauma. I mean, we talked about it last week. I'm not even going to go in depth. I'm just going to holler at y'all and we're going to get out of here. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I'm just flowing. Speak, Holy Spirit. <laughs> We're designed to go. It's, it's called, it's called the, the fight, flight, or freeze. When you experience trauma or your nerves are shocked, you're a child and you hear a dog barking for the first time. You're either going to freeze up like, and the eyes get real big. You're either going to freeze. You're going to start swinging. You're going to fight. Or you're going to flee, you're going to run. That's a protective mechanism. It's a shot of adrenaline to your body that is natural to make you more alert, faster. You can run faster, a little stronger, uh, and make you stronger as well. A mother will pull a car <laughs> off her child because of that chemical release. So you're designed to have that for those moments, but you weren't designed to have constant trauma. If a dog barks for the first time, it's, ah, and then it's over. Now you understand when a dog barks, it's not attacking me, it's cool. But when it's continually barking, and your family is continuing, continually arguing, and it's constant confusion in the home, and it's constant danger in the streets, you're always tense. And you make up in your mind, since I'm going to always be tense, I might as well be this. So you become the tense version of you, but never you. So now you're existing, but you're not living. Come on, y'all. You're there, but you're not present. Because you become whatever you need to become to survive this jungle. That's the jungle mentality. We've all become... Very much acquainted with that. Whether in church, through religion, you got to do this, or you got to, you got to. Okay, okay. It's, it's shocking. It's traumatizing. I can't even be human. I can't even be honest. Pastor, I'm scared. No, you're not. God has not. Okay, I, I'm not scared then. <laughs> so now, you develop wrongly, and you call it me. And God is looking at you like, no, no, that's not how I created you. Don't become what you went through. Live. Live. Don't become what you've been through. There was a woman in, that had two sons. Her name was Naomi in the Bible. And, you know, she lost everything. She lost her husband. She lost her sons. She came back home to her home town. They was like, "Is that Naomi? Is that Nene?" <laughs> I think that's Nene, right? That's Naomi. Hey, girl. She said, "Don't call me Naomi. Call me Mara. M-A-R-A. That name means bitter." I 
forgot what Naomi means, but it's definitely brighter and lighter than that. She changed her whole identity to suit her turbulence. And turbulence is just for a season, supposed to be, to try you and prove you. Don't become what you made it out of. You are not supposed to carry the identity of the level you left. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? You are not supposed to carry the characteristics and the ID identity of a level that you made it out of. Now you're in a better season and there's a better relationship in front of you, but you can't even appreciate it. Because you're waiting on them to abandon you. You're waiting on them to reject you. You're just waiting. You done been through it so much, I might as well just prepare for it. Trying to protect ourselves, we become callous. And when you become callous like that, you can't love nor receive love. You can't really love nor receive love. There's a wall, there's a blockage like the wall of Jericho. The Bible says none went in and none can come out. When you got a wall up like that to protect yourself and to make sure they ain't going to do that no more, I ain't going to. When you got a wall up, yeah, you're right, none can come in, but none can get out either. So you can't love, nor receive love. <laughs> and the deception is we think we love, but you can't love. It's not until you're free to let the hits hit, not to be afraid of turbulence, to accept it and understand that regardless of what I go through, God got me. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? The first and most important commandment it's to love God with all your heart, mind, and soul. All your strength. We run around, God did it. He did it. I mean, I can jump around. Yes. Because we all love God or the idea of God. But that's not the end of the first commandment. The first commandment is dual. <laughs> I remember talking about this not too long ago. Robin, the first commandment is two-sided, like a, like a coin. It's heads and tails, baby. If it don't got both sides, it don't got value. You can't use a quarter with two heads or two tails. If Benjamin Franklin is on the front and the back of that hundred, it's no value. Somebody say, I need both! Good and the bad, the pretty and the ugly, the positive and the negative. Friends and enemies. I needed to go my way and not go my way. Pleasure and pain makes me valuable. Makes me a valuable soul when I can have pleasure and endure pain. Now I got value to my life. So when you go through storms, God is trying to add value to your life. And we run from storms that we never develop and we're not valuable to anybody we meet. 
your mind, soul, and strength. And love thy neighbor. Whoa. As thyself. I can come in here and lift my hands and shout and love God for loving you. And the truth of the matter is, you can't love him if you don't love me. <laughs> Look at your neighbor and say, do you really love God? Look them in their eyes and see if they love you. Do, you. do you love God? God? Do you love God? Okay, because if you love me, you don't love God. How can you love a God you don't see? And hate your neighbor and your brother that you do see. It don't work like that, baby. To love God is to love the person in the row next to you, behind. Matter of fact, just do a 360 and say, I love you, 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 I love you. Come on, do a 360. Catch him in the eyes. Catch him in the eyes a little bit. I love you. I love you. I love you. Do you love me? Yes. You know I love you, Jesus. You my dude. I'll take care of my sheep. He didn't tell Peter to do anything to him or, you know what I mean? If you love me, wash my feet. No. If you love me, take care of what I care for. When you love God, you care about, y'all, you love what he loves. He asked him three times, do you love me? Yeah. Do you love me? Yeah. Do you love me? Yeah. Every time he said yeah, he didn't say, well, let's go out Friday. Let's catch a movie Thursday. Let, nah. Take care of them. Take care of her. Take care of him. God! God put people in your life. And he put you in people's lives. So you can love them enough to meet an unmet need. I'm about to run across the whole. There are unmet needs in this whole building from childhood. There are unmet needs and traumas. So God sends a friend to you to love you. Oh, man. To love you and to meet a need. You need to look at your circle and say, what need are they meeting for me? And what need am I meeting? For them. It's quiet. I'm glad we shouted and ran around the church. I'll be done in about 10 minutes, I promise. It's not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper suitable for him. I'll get somebody to help him that's suitable, not just sex. Excuse me, Children's Church is April 2nd. He didn't say, man, Adam can't have sex. No, man, everybody else had him and said, but Adam can't have sex. Gonna... If that's all you need, you ain't no more than an animal. You primal. I'm not saying you don't need it. I'm just saying. If that's all you need, you don't know what you need. If you think that's all you need, you don't know what you need. So not just a spouse. Woo, excuse me. Woo. Because 
God brought Eve to Adam. He brought the woman to Adam. Just like he brought all the other animals to Adam. To see what he would name it. He didn't say, Adam, here's your wife. When he brings people in your life, you define them. He said, bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. For this cause shall a man leave his mother and his father and cleave to his wife. He called her his wife. Your wife should be revealed to you. You know who your spouse is by revelation. Like, whoa, I'm all in LNL's class. But, yo, it should be revealed. That's why it's kind of hard for me for people to date, to marry. Because it should be revealed. Not just, is this my husband, is this my husband, is this my husband, is this my husband, is this my wife, is this my wife. Oh, no, got, got cornbread on the beard. Nope, cornbread on the beard. <laughs> it should be revealed. Just have somebody in your life to help you and love you. Have a friend. Have a companion. Have somebody that'll walk with you through rough times. And maybe it'll be like, whoa, you're my husband. Whoa, you're my wife. But where's the love? Where is the love? Where is the love? Excuse me, liver. If we don't learn to love people, somebody near you won't have what they need. We started with a scripture last week. My God shall supply all of your need. He supplies it through other people most of the time. But if I got so much trauma, I can't even recognize what you need or what I need because I done killed that thing I done suppressed it I done made myself not need it so much and God's like uh-uh unpack that you still need attention you still need affection let's go back in that chest dust it off I know you closed it at seven years old since daddy ain't here I don't need uh-uh you, you do and the more you go forth believing you don't the more unfulfilled and empty you are, and some are even depressed with millions of dollars. So God is unpacking some things because the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Love is the ultimate thing. It's above the law. He put it above everything. But we experience such trauma. What I mean by trauma, y'all, can I give y'all an example before I go? Keep playing, Joe, because I'm about to close. I'll, go, I'll do a real lesson later. In the jungle or the hood or in family, not just the hood, just family, we got things called, like, jokes, <laughs> pranks, where you, rah, you scare somebody, like, huh? <laughs> that's 
that's a moment of trauma. So for that second when they're like, <gasps> they think all is lost in them point seven seconds. Before they realize, oh, that's time. And then they laugh in point two, you know, at 1.4 seconds. But that's not funny. I have to learn that. I love jokes. I love all that stuff. But it's, it's, it's not funny. It could cause levels of trauma, shocking or scaring someone. It's in the same category of delirium, being delirious. That's a state of violent excitement or emotion. It's a temporary disorder of the mental faculties. It's a disturbance of the conscience. It's not healthy, but we come up with that being normal. When stuff like that is normalized, we develop dysfunctionally. You are not supposed to always be in a constant state of on guard. You're not supposed to live in a constant state of protecting yourself. A basic need that most of us did not have, I'm going to end it because I'm about to go somewhere else. I'm about to end it after this. There's a basic need that all of us have, and it's called safety. When you come out that womb, you want attachment, you want your, but you want, you need safety. If you are not safe, you cannot be. When you're always on guard, you're not free to be creative. A lot of people don't know their gifts and talents because you never had the mental capacity or developmental space to nurture it. We talked last week. I got to go. I have to go. We talked last week about encouragement and how encouragement is not validation. You know, when someone does good, good job, Johnny, great job. That's more validation. Encouragement, stay right there, Joe. I'm about to. Encouragement is an atmosphere. That encourages you to basically do anything in the world. Encouraging, encouraging atmosphere. Uh, say things randomly like you're amazing. You can do it. Oh, God is with you. Randomly have an atmosphere in your home. Arguing in the house is not an encouraging atmosphere. I'm not saying you're never going to have disagreements, y'all. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just telling you. Encouragement. So safety is a basic need, which is why I'm done. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, which is called dunamis in Acts, similar to dynamite, the power of God, the Holy, anybody got him in here, y'all? Quiet, like y'all ain't got no Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost, dunamis, like dynamite, the Bible describes it. The Holy Ghost sat like fire, it's fire, shut up in my bones. The Holy Ghost is God's power, his energy, his momentum, but he chose. To call his Holy Ghost a comforter. Because safety is a basic need. And I know you're going to have trauma in your life. But soon as that thing hits you, I got you. Y'all quiet. The Holy, hey, the Holy Ghost is a comforter. He'll hold you when you feel dropped. He'll keep you up when you feel let down. He'll be there when everybody else leaves you. Safety. The Lord is my refuge. Y'all quiet this morning. And my strength, a very present help in times of trouble. You're safe. Sometimes 
All the father got to do is be there. If my kids know I'm home, there's a level of safety they can rest in. <laughs> Are y'all hear what I'm saying? If there's a hurricane outside, the hurricane don't have to stop for me to have peace. I know I got my, y'all quiet, I got my father with me. And if I feel safe, I can make it through this if I feel safe. That's why God's promises is, hey, I'll never leave you. Y'all quiet. I'm never going to leave you because I know how important safety is. I'm never going to forsake you. I'll always be there. Said I'll always be there. God, I got to stop, man. Jarvis, almighty God is almighty God. We can't even, yo, it's too wide, too high, too, too low. I can't, we can't even, I don't understand the depths of God. I don't, I don't even, I don't even get God. I just try to know more of him every day. Almighty God is almighty God, but chose to be called our Father. Y'all got to come with me for a second. Our Father. I don't want you to just see me as power. I want you to see me as belonging to me. You are safe. You are mine. I am, good God, your heavenly Father, protector, provider. <laughs> oh, God. Anybody love the Father in here? Let's give the Father praise just for 30 seconds, please. He's our heavenly Father. He's our Father. He loves us. He made us. He keeps us. He provides for us. Most people didn't have their earthly father. Is anybody grateful for our heavenly father this morning? Oh, God, thank you for being father. Oh, God. Woo! We who were once alienated from him, we can now cry, Abba. I belong to you. Yeah. There it is. Abba. Yeah. I belong to you. Sing it one time so I can close this, please. Without a father. It's dangerous. Abba. Keep singing. I belong. person is a hopeless person y'all they call them bastard children it's embarrassing you have no protection you have nobody who got your back when you're fatherless but God said don't worry about that I got that covered I'm your heavenly father I got your back I provide for you I protect you has he been offered to anybody in the room all right I'm closing right here one more time, raise that up one time. It sounds so good. Everybody say, Abba, Abba.
Very few times do we see. Y'all can stand up. I'm leaving. Y'all can stand. You're a good father, homie. Good father, man. Salute to all the fathers in here. It's Father's Day. It's Father's Day. <laughs> Salute to all the fathers that's there for their kids. But those who don't have your father, don't feel unprotected. You got. You got the greatest father of us all. Yeah. Only time Jesus really cried out on the cross is when the father left him. He felt abandonment. He knows what it feels like to be abandoned. Jesus was on the cross chilling. I thirst. Forgive them. That, but he cried with a loud voice when the father left. Eli, Eli! Father, why have you forsaken me? I can go through these nails if you're there. I can go through the thorns if you're there. I can go through the lies if you're there. But if you ever leave me, what I'm going to do, Jesus experienced the Father leaving him, so we never have to. Did y'all hear what I just said? You'll never have to experience abandonment from your heavenly Father. So be healed. Be healed. If your natural father abandoned you, rejected you, be healed. Natural father overlooked you like David, but you really the one. <laughs> be healed. Because if you're not healed from that, you're going to continue to make decisions out of the pain. You're going to continue to connect to dysfunctional people out of pain. You're going to continue to think out of pain. But today is your day. <laughs> today is your day for healing and freedom. Today is your day to be free. Today is your day. Everybody say, today is my day. I got to go. Say Today is my day, is my day to be healed and to uproot the pain of the past. Today is my day to really be free so I can live and not just exist. Today is my day to not continue to be phony in front of different people, but I want to be real today. It's my day. I release authenticity. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Be who you really are. And if it's wrong and if it's off and if it's sinful and ratchet, let the Father handle that. Are y'all hearing me? I'm not saying be who you are with audacity. I'm saying be who you are with freedom. Like a child, they don't think. They got to be told no. Oh, okay. It's okay. God might tell you no. <laughs> but be free to be who you are. Your father loves you. He created you how you are. 
And no matter what you've been through in your past, it does not define you. We are not defined by pain. We are proven by it. We are not defined by storms. We are perfected by it. We are not defined by problems. We are stronger because of it. Anybody stronger in this room? Let me hear some strength. Let me hear some strength. Let me hear some strength in here. And now, let the weak say I am strong. Let the poor say I am rich because of what the Lord has done. And now, and now, let the weak say I am strong. Let the poor Because of what the Lord has done. And now, and now, let the weak say I am strong. Let the poor say I am rich. Because of what the Lord has done. There's your day! Reverse, man. Oh, That's how we gotta go. And now, let the weak say I am strong. Let the poor say I am rich because of what the Lord has done for us. Be free, be free. Hug somebody close to you and say, Be free, be free. Be free, be free. Hug somebody till you feel a release. Hug them till you feel breakthrough. Hug them and say, be free. Be free. Be free. Be free. Be free. The devil is a liar. Your past is a liar. Your pain is a liar. Your discouragement is a liar. Your confusion is a liar. Be free. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. We got to go. Live. <laughs> Do not be anchored to chains of the past. Ask the Spirit this week. Here's your homework. Man, I forgot. The double tree is closed next week, y'all. We don't have service next week. I hate announcing that. Lord, release a building. Lord, release a building. Amen. Lord, release a building. Lord, release. Hey, I ooh. Lord, release a building. Y'all stop playing for we find one this week. Lord, release a building. Praise him by faith. Lord, is going, he's going to release it. Already done. <laughs> what you say, Tim, is what? It's already done. But we need a building soon, Tim. It's already done. We need a building really, really soon. But it's already done. But Tim, we've been looking. I don't see nothing. But it's already done. Tim, I look every week, but we don't find it. It's already done. I'm getting discouraged. I'm getting weak, Tim. It's already done. But I believe that it's already done.
Sunday so bad. I might have y'all come to my house in the backyard. I'll call you. I'll call you. I'll call you. Sunday service in my backyard. I'll call you. <laughs> Look at y'all. I'm down. <laughs> I live far. <laughs> I live right next to Atlanta. Okay. So, so <laughs> this week, your homework, I'm going to miss y'all next week. We're going to miss y'all next week. The next time we'll see y'all will be the game, April 1st. All right? Come on, baby. Your homework this week is some of what I already said. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you an unmet need or your unmet needs. Because you don't want to connect to people and things out of that unless God provided that to meet it you understand what I'm saying so you grab things out of turbulence that's fine ask God what are my unmet needs am I this person's friend because I really don't like loneliness or I really love them and they really love just ask because it's time for real it's time for real it's time for real Anybody ready to live for real? Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.